Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 16th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1537 through 1544 today. And it is the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And we are in the middle of the Sacrament of Holy Orders. So we'll uh, get that started today. We just did one paragraph last time, so this will be a good chunk. Uh, we begin, as always, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Roman numeral one. Why is this sacrament called orders? The word order in Roman antiquity designated an established civil body, especially a governing body. Ordinatio remains means incorporation into an ordo. In the church, there are established bodies which tradition, not without a basis in sacred scripture, has since ancient times called taxis, or ordens. And so the liturgy speaks of the ordo episcoporum, the ordo presbyterum, the ordo diaconorum, other groups also receive this name of ordo, catechumens, virgins, spouses, widows. Integration into one of these bodies in the church was accomplished by a rite called ordinatio, a religious and liturgical act, which was a consecration, a blessing, or a sacrament. Today the word ordination is reserved for the sacramental act which integrates a man into the order of bishops, presbyters, or deacons, and goes beyond a simple election, designation, delegation, or institution by the community, for it confers a gift of the Holy Spirit that permits the exercise of a sacred power, sacra potestas, which can come only from Christ himself through his church. Ordination is also called consecratio, for it is a setting apart and an investiture by Christ himself for his church. The laying on of hands by the bishop with the consecratory prayer constitutes the visible sign of this ordination. Roman numeral two, the sacrament of holy orders and the economy of salvation. The priesthood of the old covenant. The chosen people was constituted by God as a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. But within the people of Israel, God chose one of the twelve tribes, that of Levi, and set it apart for liturgical service. God himself is its inheritance. A special rite consecrated the beginnings of the priesthood of the Old Covenant. The priests are appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. Instituted to proclaim the word of God, and to restore communion with God by sacrifices and prayer, the priesthood nevertheless remains powerless to bring about salvation, needing to repeat its sacrifices ceaselessly, and being unable to achieve a definitive sanctification, which only the sacrifice of Christ would accomplish. The liturgy of the church, however, sees in the priesthood of Aaron and the service of the Levites as in the institution of the seventy elders, a prefiguring of the ordained ministry of the new covenant. Thus, in the Latin rite, the church prays in the consecratory preface of the ordination of bishops, 
God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, by your gracious word you have established the plan of your church. From the beginning you chose the descendants of Abraham to be your holy nation. You established rulers and priests and did not leave your sanctuary without ministers to serve you. At the ordination of priests, the church prays, Lord, Holy Father, when you had appointed high priests to rule your, your people, you chose other men next to them in rank and dignity to be with them and to help them in their task. You extended the spirit of Moses to seventy wise men. You shared among the sons of Aaron the fullness of their father's power. In the consecratory prayer for ordination of deacons, the church confesses, Almighty God, you make the church, Christ's body, grow to its full stature as a new and greater temple. You enrich it with every kind of grace and perfect it with a diversity of members to serve the whole body in a wonderful pattern of unity. You established a threefold ministry of worship and service for the glory of your name. As ministers of your tabernacle, you chose the sons of Levi and gave them your blessing as their everlasting inheritance. The One Priesthood of Christ Everything that the priesthood of the Old Covenant prefigured find it, finds its fulfillment in Christ Jesus, the one mediator between God and men. The Christian tradition considers Melchizedek, priest of God Most High, as a prefiguration of the priesthood of Christ, the unique high priest after the order of Melchizedek, holy, blameless, unstained, by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified, that is, by the unique sacrifice of the cross. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.